Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, step right up to the Bread and Circuses podcast, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy the clown show. Welcome back once again, Bread and Circuses Podcast. I am Rooster here with Crow. Hello. How you doing, Crow? Good. How you doing? I'm doing good. Okay. Well, I apologize. We're remote again. Yep. Uh, because schedules and other things. No, isn't it, be, isn't it because today. of coronavirus? Yeah, that's it. You've <laughs> you've, uh, you've supposedly got the coof. Yeah. That's what that's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. So vicious rumor. Anyway, we have Falcon back with us. How you doing, Falcon? Hey, hey, I'm good. Been a while. And uh, a new guest, Songbird, is with us. Hello, it's me. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, we are going to jump right into it because we have a week's worth of stories to get to here. We have many, many topics. What do you want to start with? Um, do you want to do the the justices... Uh, deliberating on the um on the mandate yeah and i also want to get into uh the left losing it over uh joe rogan and aaron Rodgers. Okay. uh they're being uh uh stupid with rogan and trolled by rogers and then uh want to get into some uh vaccine stuff and some stupid things the president and vice president said oh oh they yeah there's uh, more than one so we have a plethora to choose from Yes, it's a it's a long and prestigious list, but we can uh, stick to the top. So, okay. So why don't you start off with the uh, the justices? Okay, they're hearing the Supreme Court's hearing two cases, I believe, right? Um, one, well, two separate cases. One is about the uh, employee mandate for over a hundred employees that Biden wants to push through with OSHA, right? I think they're both uh, OSHA, or is it just the just the. Uh, I think it is one case. I think it's just uh, just can they put a federal mandate through for through OSHA, which Ron Klain, the White House chief of staff, admitted in a tweet is a workaround. Um, just flat out said it. Those are his words, mm-hmm. not mine. Um, and then uh, whether or not they that OSHA can put a mandate in that at, like that at all. Yeah. So that's really what's being thrown about and it turns out some really smart people supposedly uh are saying some very stupid things i'm referring to some justices and the media is uh focusing on all the wrong stuff obviously so yeah i don't um, you say some very smart people i i really don't think so to is very smart well i mean you you've got to be at least reasonably intelligent it's just like you know when somebody says uh when somebody says a billionaire is a dummy, it's like you don't get to be a billionaire by being a dummy, you know. But they're not. I don't think they're geniuses like you would sort of expect the the people on the court to be, you know. Like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I did not agree with on just about anything, but it was hard to doubt that she was a extremely intelligent person. I don't think. Sonia Sotomayor is an extremely intelligent person. I think she's a diversity hire. Yeah, that guess, being said, I still think she's smart. Yeah, I guess for, for my, it's like a it's like a, a curve I'm grading it on. So basically, if you're in a, a Supreme Court of the Supreme Court justices, she's probably the dumbest. Yeah, I <laughs> I would agree with that. Um, but they are they are uh, doing two separate kind of arguments, and one is for the em- employers for over 100 employees, and the other ones for healthcare workers that are receiving um, Medicaid and Medicare funding. So um, I don't know why they, I, I guess it, I guess they're hearing them both at the same time and they're arguing on it. It's, it's kind of odd, but. Well, you have to have standing in these things. So you can't necessarily, it's, it's not like a bill that goes before Congress where you can just throw a bunch of stuff on it, you know, and get everybody to try and vote, you know, and like, Hey, while we're at it, let's vote on this. The, you know, the judicial stuff has to be fairly specific because the people who bring the case have to show some some harm is being done to them. So it could be that it's two separate cases arguing at the same time. Yeah, I guess another thing is these these leftist justices, uh, Kagan um, Breyer. Did I say that right? I always say yes. That. OK, you I finally, finally said it, it right when I needed to. Instead of Bremer. Bremer, yeah. I always say. Good job. Uh, thank you. Uh, 
and uh, uh, Ke- uh, Kagan. Kagan, Sotomayor, Sotomayor, and Breyer. So, yeah, they, they've re- repeatedly, so if anybody's been listening to this case, which I haven't been, but I've been listening to people who've been listening to this case, <laughs> so they've been playing clips for me, uh, they've been com- com- uh, completely, it sounds like they're out of touch with everything. Like, they're, they're stating um, so-called, quote-unquote, facts that are old news that have been debunked. They're outright falsely stating things that everybody knows is, is can it only takes like a Google search of like 30 seconds to find out that they're wrong. Uh, I don't get why they aren't more informed on these cases before they start getting, um, getting the, the arguments in front of them. Well, to a degree, um, I, I think you're giving them too much credit when you're saying facts because they aren't, they're just things they believe to be made up, uh, to be true. Like Sonia Sotomayor saying, uh, that, you know, hundreds of thousands of children are being hospitalized and suffering through this disease. That's just not true. Uh, her saying that Omicron is more deadly than uh, Delta, also not true. I mean, these are demonstrably, provably false. Yeah, she, uh, Kagan, um, said that the vac- vaccinated people don't spread COVID. Yeah, and so these are things that are just false. Um, so I think you're giving them too much credit when you call them facts. However, um, I, I don't expect them to know those things. That's what I expect people to come in front of a justice and argue. But I just want them to focus on the constitutionality of it. Um, and one of the great questions that um, Amy Coney Bryant asked was, well, okay, so if this is an emergency, fine, but I'm paraphrasing, but when does the emergency end? When are, when are we done? You know, these sorts of things generally have to go through the um, legislative branch so that the people who voted for representation in Washington have some say. And she said, could we be two years down the road here and there's another variant and OSHA keeps these? So she says, I, I want to know when it ends. And uh, this, the government can only argue, well, but, you know, we all know it's going to end sometime. And, and that's the stuff I, I can't stand from you know, the left when it comes to this. It's it's along the lines of, hey, we're smart people. Uh, you can't take care of yourself. Uh, risk is a very bad thing. You can't handle it. You're not smart enough. So let's us let's us do it for you. Right. And that bugs me. Well, what bo- bothers me is that my understanding of the Supreme Court has always been that that that's that's what their their role is just to decide if it's constitutional. That's it. So if, if the um, legislature comes up with bills and they go against the Constitution, the Supreme, Supreme Court's going to come in and go, yeah, it's against the Constitution. If it doesn't have anything to do with the Constitution, they go, yeah, make make the make whatever laws you want and pass them. We're not going to have anything to do with this. That's what my understanding of it used to be. And now and it's like they're more social justice and they're deciding, taking the pulse of the nation and deciding, you know, if it's going to be important enough uh, uh, to have a uh, precedent. And I, I mean, it's like they're making all, stuff that has nothing to do with what their job is. Well, and th- if I have a frustration with Roberts, it's that's it. Sometimes he sort of plays to that sort of pulse of the country. Now, I don't hate him like you hate Dan Crenshaw, but uh, <laughs> he does he does bother me sometimes. You know, I've that, got so. mixed views on Crenshaw. You know, I I've always thought he was a great guy. He's got an awesome eye patch. I mean, he does. He he served our country. Yeah. Um, but I know you, I, I know you've got some feelings towards him, <laughs> but not in that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not in that way. So he says, he's, he is a handsome man though. Uh, he is a handsome man. But back to the yeah, case r- here. Ruggedly <laughs> handsome. Yes. But he's, back he's to the case here. Handsome. Um, I think, uh, I, I think this is really stacking up to be a six, three decision, but I just, what bothers me is the arguments from Sotomayor, Kagan and Breyer seem to be. Well, but this is the best thing to do. This is uh, it's not a constitutional argument. Exactly. It's a but the government needs to take care of you. Yeah. And you you can't do this yourself. And this is one of the things that just drives me nuts that you know Thomas Sowell articulated once very well. He said, you know, if if you don't trust parents to have the best interests of their children, who are you going to trust? You know, nameless, faceless bureaucracies? He's like that's that's ridiculous. And I and that really is where the left is coming from nowadays, especially the progressive left, which is you. we need to take care of you. And these justices, in my opinion, are throwing their responsibility aside um, to 
out of panic and fear and uh, uh, arrogance. And I, I just think it's stupid. I, but at least I think they're going to lose. And the absolutely delicious part of this to me is this all goes back to uh, Harry Reid, um, you know, changing the rules years ago when Obama was in power. It's not the filibuster. It was um, oh. it was voting on justices. It used to have right. to have 60 justices. So uh, 60 Gorsuch, votes. Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett are in because Harry Reid, a Democrat, changed the rules to get um, – I can't remember who it was to get in there, whether it was Sotomayor or whatever. But he changed the rules unapologetically. And uh, I think it was Lindsey Graham said, you're going to pay for that. Yeah. Uh, he goes, it's going to come around to bite you. And I do think that is one of the things that Joe Manchin is looking at with and uh, Kristen Cinema, who doesn't get enough credit for this at this point. But I think that's one of the things they're looking at with this filibuster saying, you know, this comes around to bite you. Yeah. And the Democrats are so short sighted right now that I think they don't realize, again, my opinion, how badly they're going to get their asses handed to them in the midterms. Yeah. Hey, guys, like to share some insight that uh, Mia Songbird has here. <laughs> uh, what I find interesting is the Minnesota Supreme Court, um, or I should say Minnesota OSHA, has decided to just adopt what the federal OSHA is doing. And I find that a little bit frustrating because it puts our Minnesota employers at, you know, a hard spot. Because even if they don't particularly agree with um, having to enforce these um, COVID protocols, they're sort of being forced to now, um, just being employers in Minnesota. And, well, uh, and it's, it. sorry, it's a good point. Um and it's, but it's no different than you'd expect from a blue state when it comes to this stuff. I mean, yeah. the, the yeah, Minnesota is uh, going to follow the lead of, yeah. you know, their Democrat, um, you know, justices, Democrat, uh, the president. Yeah. Well, the, the, the thing that shows you that this is political and not fact-based or science-based, like they like to keep telling you, I mean, what did they hammer at us for years? They said, or, well, it feels like it has been years now, um, you know, trust the science, blah, blah, blah. And the CDC would come out and say something and the red states would go, no, we don't want to do that. And they would just shame you for not following the CDC's guidance. Well, the CDC changed their guidance to five days of quarantine now. Uh And Michigan turned around, uh, uh, Governor Shiny Face over there uh, turned around and said, yeah, well, we're not doing that. We're going to go with uh, the Michigan Department of Health, what they say. So first the CDC can do no wrong. And then when they do something you don't like, you know, and walls in Minnesota is going to fall in with that um, because he's just, he's a coward and he's a political animal. And uh, he just, he knows that he's pretty safe in Minnesota as is Whitmer and in, well, maybe not Whitmer specifically, but the Democrats are pretty safe in Michigan too. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, A couple other quotes here before we move on from this. It's just, um, Keegan said it's beyond settled that vaccines and masks masks are the best way to stop the spread. Uh, she also said that uh, COVID vaccines stop transmission. Uh, Sotomayor said federal government can mandate vaccines using its police power. And then she also said hospitals are nearing capacity. All, all these things are blatantly false, like easily, easily found out to be false or easily proven false. It just it doesn't make any sense that, they, that there's just I mean, I guess it makes sense because it seems like the left is being more and more blatant. Now, it is true that hospitals now, I mean, it's for, diff, you know, all sorts of different reasons, but it is true that hospitals are at capacity yeah, right now. Yeah, there is there is um, first. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, of- that actually isn't true. Hospitals are at capacity for what their current capacity is. Right. Right. Hospitals are not at capacity. Because their current so, capacity is a lot less now. Because it is lessened because they have lost up to 30% of their workforce yeah, pushing vaccine mandates. Yeah. And you know and what, what's, uh, even, what's is... even worse? Hold on. What's even worse than that is these nurses that they have let go because they wouldn't get it, get the vaccine, turned around and did um, the uh, whatever that's called when uh, the nurses, they're traveling nurses, or they can be hired by other hospitals. 
and they're hired right back to the same hospitals at sometimes up to three times what they were getting paid before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't hear that. So these same nurses that they said had to get vaccinated not only are still in the hospital because they have to be, but they're they're being paid three times as much now. I also I've also have heard that they're since they fired uh, nurses that didn't get the vax and they have such a shortage, they are bringing uh, nurses back in that have Omicron that are tested positive uh, that are yeah. vaxed that are vaxed. And they're and they're off of work for two weeks or fourteen days or whatever it is, and the hospital's calling up and going, "Yeah, come back in, you know, you're vaxxed, you've got it, it's fine, come on." So it's all nonsense. Yeah, it really is. It's it's insane. Uh, and but, you know, there is a, a big surge of the Omicron. It it Omnicorn. It is a as Matt Walsh calls it. Um, it it is more contagious. It, it but that's actually seems to be a good thing because it is seemingly such so much more mild than the Delta variant and the other variants, which is good. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, we're, we're going to get to her, herd immunity because of that. It's not because of the vaccines. Well, but what I find hilarious though, is, you know, people like Whoopi Goldberg who got Omicron oh, yeah. and are freaking out saying, how did I get this? I'm vaccinated and I have, you know, I'm, I have my booster. She's still coming to the wrong conclusions, though. She gets to the end of that little uh, rant about she's just stunned, stunned that she's never goes anywhere and and is is masked and triple boosted. And then she goes, but that just goes to prove it can be anywhere and you need to get your vaccines. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's like, oh, my head just about blew up when she said that last part. Well, and I'm tired of the of the doctors who are saying, you know, they do this weepy TikTok stuff where they say, you know, I had uh, I had these patients, I had a family in, and they're all suffering through Omicron, you know, and they're all close to being on ventilators and blah, blah, blah. And they say, and they look up at me and say, Doc, can I please have the vaccine? And they go, no, I can't give it to you. It's too late. Oh, you know, God. yeah, it's like a, it's like the bad acting uh, Red Rider BB gun scene from uh, from. Uh, Christmas, Christmas story. story. <laughs> it's totally overacted. And the funny thing is, uh, someone in my family had COVID, had a very bad case of it, wound up in the hospital and then a nursing home to recover for three weeks. And every damn day they came in and said, are you going to get the vaccine today? Hmm. And that person was like, uh, no, and had to have physical therapy because they were so weak and everything. And they were like, well, you can't have your therapist in your room unless you, uh, unless you get the vaccine. Yeah. And I'm like, so this doctor saying, no, we can't give it to you. It's too late. It's a fucking lie because yeah. they will put that. They'll put that stuff. They'll ask you if you want your boosters right now. Do you want all three shots? We'll give them to you right yeah. now. You know, I mean, but what they won't yeah. do is give you the the therapeutics because uh, um, there's an article from Alpha News here that says doctors are outraged after Biden shut down monoclonal antibody distribution. Uh He said that uh, they're ineffective against Omicron. So, you know, the, the, the doctors are arguing that they should still be available to treat other types of COVID patients because there's, I think three different types of this monoclonal antibody, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And there's three different types. And I think they're three different, you know, manufacturers and they find, come to find out two of them are not really very um, helpful against the, the new uh, variant, the uh, Omicron, but one is. And so, you know, now that's Biden's excuse saying, yeah, it doesn't work. So we're not, we're, we're, we're not, we're not allowing it or no, we're not sending those out anymore. It's just that kind of shit that we're not letting the doctors actually, there's doctors that are afraid, uh, listen, listen to Glenn Beck. He was talking about how he got a second case of COVID very mild this time, but he went to his doctor and said, Hey, I'd like to get the therapeutics for it. And the doctor's like, well, for one, we can't, we can't get most of them, you know, ivermectin and all that. And, or I don't know if it was ivermectin. He said, but you know, whatever monoclonal antibodies. And then he said, I can't. I, I'm really afraid to give you the ivermectin or the uh, or the um, hydroxychloroquine because I'm getting such pushback, and they're basically saying we, we're coming for your license if you do this if you if you go against us. So you know, yeah, you know, sticks sticks Hexenhammer pointed out on his channel. He said there have been periods in human history where one segment of the population was uh, was singled out. And he doesn't give the examples, but we all know Mm -hmm. some of the examples. And he goes, none of those things ended well. Said, so now to vilify people who just don't get a vaccine for something that's not going to kill them. And if they do, so what? But it doesn't protect you from other, you know, having it. It appears that this COVID vaccine only stops you for the most part from being hospitalized. 
which is fine. That's a good enough reason to get it. That's why I got it. You yeah, know? And, and but that's another one of the lies from day one that they're telling us. You have to get the vaccine to save grandma, to save my mother, to save my grandmother, to save my uh, immunodeficient child. And I'm like, no, you don't. Those You get those vaccines. Get that, get that for your, you know, your immunodeficient 16, 18 year old, whatever, your elderly parents, you, you tell them and you help them get those vaccines to protect themselves. But the, the healthy 20 year old does not need to get the vaccine to protect them. It does not do anything to protect them. So they need to stop with that. Well, I just I will have one more thing to throw in on the uh, Supreme Court thing, talking about lies here. And then why don't we jump into the questions? Because the next two topics I have tie together and then may take a little while. But okay. Um, uh, Gorsuch is being dragged for everything he said, uh, in re and he said, look, you know, we don't have, we don't shut the people down for the flu. And he goes, uh, you know, people aren't forced to get the flu vaccine and the flu kills hundreds of hundreds of thousands of people a year. And I read his quote and he never once says it kills hundreds of thousands of people in the United States. Um, and he does even say, he goes, I'm not sure exactly how many people it kills in the United States. I know it's tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands. He goes, but it does kill hundreds of thousands of people every year, which if you assume he's saying just the United States, yes, it's not true. But if you assume he's saying the world, it's absolutely true. Yeah. You know, but I don't even think they're, so, they're being stuck on that on that. I think they're. That he's committed. Well, I saw a whole article on it today, just how Gorsuch is an idiot. And it's like, well, you're not going to mention anything Kagan, Breyer, or Sotomayor said that's patently false. But I think false. initially what, what they're mad is he committed the sin of just comparing it to the flu. Because remember back in the day, you could not commi- uh, compare it to the flu. Well, know? the article I saw went into very, very detailed flu statistics on like how many people die and blah, blah, blah. And, and they were just like, he's wrong. He's an idiot. I don't know how stupid people like this can even say stuff. And they accuse them of watching too much Fox news. It's like, you're not even paying attention to the dumb shit. Sotomayor and Kagan and Breyer said, right. So, okay. Anyway. Oh, one more well, thing about Omicron questions. before we oh, get go questions. Ahead. Um, you mean Omnicorn? Omnicorn. Uh, there's another article here that says data from around the world suggests that Omnicorn favors the fully vaccinated. So 81% of Canadian Omicron, Omicron cases are among the fully vaccinated. In Germany, it's 95.6%, despite a 71% vaccination rate. 61% of cases in Israel were among those who were triple vaccinated. Iceland is the most boosted nation on earth, but also has the fourth highest COVID rate. So, you know, you were saying to me before, but yes, there are more cases. So, you know, there, there, there's going to be higher amount of people that are vaccinated or, or more vaccinations. So those people, if they're going to get it, are going to be at a, at a higher rate. So it doesn't mean necessarily that a vaccinated person is favored. If you put a vaccinated person next to an unvaccinated person and throw it at them, throw COVID in their face, which one's going to get it? You know, (laughs) that doesn't really mean necessarily that the vaccinated is going to get it before the unvaccinated. And here's a lesson in critical thinking for my friends on the left. Uh, Whenever I hear a study like this, even if it agrees with something I, you know, with what I want to hear, the first thing I do is start thinking of shooting holes in it. And one hole in these statistics Mm -hmm. Well, in one hole in these statistics is who is more likely to go get tested? Probably people who were vaccinated. And so I can see the numbers being higher, but it still shows that whether that's 50% or 90%, that this, this vaccine is not stopping you from getting Omicron. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, I mean, it, it, it's amazing to me the amount of people who go get tested. They cough once and go, up. Oh, you should go get a test. It's like, why? You know? Yep. So. All right. Well, let's do a few uh, would you rather questions for the group here. Nice. Did Falcon uh, fall asleep or? Uh... Oh, I'm here. He's been, given okay. dirt, he's been given dirty looks left and right. <laughs> <laughs> he can't stand it. All right. He's stink eyeing you the whole time. You know? Yeah, he, he raises a finger to make a point, and yeah. then I'm like, oh, but I got another thing to say here real quick, and uh, <laughs> then we move on. So, Which uh, finger is he raising? <laughs> I'll just let you guess. All right. <laughs> okay. Would you rather never have competition or always compete against only the best? What are you, a socialist? <laughs> oh, okay, Rooster, what's your answer to this? Uh, two, because I'm not a socialist. Competition is good. 
but but only against the best. So so like you're never you're never gonna if you're going against the best unless you are the best. Are you the best, Rooster? You're the best. Depends the depends best. on what we're talking about. <laughs> Nothing's ever gonna keep you yes, down. Yes, exactly. I think you're I the best. would I would start getting burned out if I was always having to compete against the yes. very best of yeah, the best. Yeah, sometimes it's nice to 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 you know rub it in the faces of the scrubs. Absolutely. I beat I up love... a fifth grader yes. is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but to say at the same time, sometimes you learn the most when you lose. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you're gonna grow, right? Yeah. Uh, as, it it as shows some character. But, character building. But like you said, it'd get old. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. I mean, I, when I'm running cross country in high school, I actually ran better when I was running with people who were better than me. Yeah. Because yeah. it forced me to be better. Absolutely. But as a morale boosting scenario, sometimes, sometimes yeah. it will feel really good and, and motivate you to win a race here and there. Or just grow a little thicker skin. Oh. You know. No, I I don't <laughs> you know. know. I. <laughs> In four, I years, I never, I, in four years, I never won a cross-country meet, but... <laughs> I have a fun little story. Um, in sixth grade, I won first place in all of our track and field events. The very next year, I didn't win first in anything. Why? I went through puberty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you just got all gangly and like ostrich-legged got, and knock-kneed I, yes, and all that? Yes, I got super skinny and tall and was no longer well, fast. And, and it didn't it didn't help to have um, trans men on the teams you were competing <laughs> against, right? It was before, when I was in sixth grade, it was before trans men could compete. Oh, okay. And so, and they called me Speedy Gonzalez as I was running. Mm. I swear to God. Racist. I, that is, you know what? But it wasn't back then. Okay. Because things were still fun. Mm. See, I thought you were going to say you went through puberty, so you ran behind the boys, like just chased them. You know? <laughs> Veered like, off the he track. Looks, he looks a lot better from behind. You know, that might have happened. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> no, I would. You know, for me, it's like whenever I see, and I'll use a sports ball analogy. Sorry, Crow. Um, when I see a team win, you know, the Super Bowl, the Stanley Cup, you know, World Series, what they know they have beaten all of the other best players. And that's why it means something to them. Yeah. Um, you know, and I I know a guy uh, who was on a World Series team. He's got the ring and everything. And he was just like, it was, there was no question when you won, you were the best in the world. Yeah. And uh, he would have rather been a scrub on a winning team than the best player on a bad team. And he said, because winning it at that level meant so much. And I guess I would have to agree if I never won because I was competing against the best, but I could hang with them. I would feel way better than winning against people. I knew I was going to win against. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. a great point. And that's why I don't, you know, you brought up the trans thing. I don't get that swimmer, you know, the UPenn swimmer that, uh, whatever, whatever is, whatever he's calling himself now. I mean, well, the when girls the girls are thinking about um, boycott, or they thought about boycotting the races, but they didn't. That just makes no sense to me. The fact that he is literally still a man has a penis. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I was I was gonna come up with a silly name for it, like he still has a wee wee. Um, and he's well, with all allowed... the estrogen he's been taking, that's probably what it is. I, you know, it, I mean, that it's a little noodle. Yeah. Okay, this is where <laughs> I'm gonna get a little bit passionate because it makes zero sense to me that a legit man, like, is able to compete against women at a college level. This is insane. Yeah. It makes zero sense, and I would be so pissed off if I had gotten a scholarship for sports and. Some guy comes in and f- blows it, or, and like, or, or you're on the verge of getting a scholarship. Yeah, and you, you miss out because of that because that's I'm sure that has already happened multiple times. I'm sure it oh, has. Yeah, it has, is it? Yeah. Songbird, I didn't realize you were a turf. Yeah, do you know what that no. is, Songbird? No, she doesn't. Explain. She doesn't know. Explain it. A trans exclusive radical feminist. Oh, yeah. That that means you're. Um, that you're, means you're, you're very, uh, very, very pro woman, but very, very, very anti-trans, which means that you are not a real woman. You know. Yeah, and uh, you probably, you probably uh, use styrofoam. For a minute. You know. Yeah, I'm a woman, and so I want to support 
female sports. And it actually does piss me off that guys are trying to invade my sports and saying it's because they are now, they consider themselves women. I don't care. I don't care. So you wouldn't you, be on the with the team rah rah cheering them on, even though you no. really hated it. Like it doesn't mean that I'm not going to support their individual decision to you know mutilate de- their body or whatever they want to do. <laughs> whatever you know, if you want to say that you're a woman, I guess that's your choice. But when it comes to um, now, you're messing with other people. Yeah. Now, now you're screwing up other people's lives. We gotta step in. Yeah, this is and you're not saying acceptable. you're saying he still has his penis, but let's say the guy went through the whole thing, chopped off the you know the 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 Franken beans, and was taking a shitload of estrogen. Um, I still think he should be excluded yeah. because he was biologically a man. And it's not just then, testosterone or, or well, your dick that makes you a man. Why don't we start a trans team then and let all the trans compete against each other? Yeah, yeah technically, shouldn't Title Nine cover that? Shouldn't Title Nine say so. they have to have yeah. trans team? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think they need to just uh, let's create their own sports for them. Yeah, because the thing is, men go through a different kind of puberty than women, you know. Men are skeleton system is different. It's biologically, that's very foundation. Yeah, you like, can't change that. You can't change that. You know? Lung capacity, heart size, you can't yeah. change that. Yeah, heart size, lung capacity, uh, muscle density, everything. Bone density, you know. Yep. Men have wider chest, chest, you know, so they make, mm-hmm. just designed to be stronger. Yeah. I remember when I was a teenager and my little brother, who was 10 years younger, when he was still, I don't, maybe it was nine or 10, when he started to become stronger than me, you know? So, <laughs> I mean, there is a huge difference between men and women and And there's nothing wrong with that. That's what bothers me when people are trying to say that, you know, there shouldn't be any differences between the sexes. Well, there is. And that is a good thing. That's how God created us. And it really bothers me that um, I feel like feminism is um, against women um, at the root of it. It's Mm. it's an evil thing. It's an evil thing. And it's... um, and it's it's actually something that is hurting women, and it's dangerous, and everything about it is hurting us. Yeah, we could go on and on about this because there's there's just ample studies out there, and and not just anecdotal either. Either talking about women that did this, you can have it all, baby, and you can you can be in the 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 CEO of the company, and you can have the family if you want, but you probably shouldn't want the family. You should just want this, you know, get get that CEO position, and then later on have a family. And all these women are like. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's the creator of Sex in the City? I'm, uh, she she said, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm all about women having choices. Like I want a woman to, if she doesn't want to have kids, I don't think she yeah. should be um, condemned for it. You yeah. Know? There, there's mm-hmm. there. But the thing is, they're pu- it's like pushing STEM on, yeah. on, on, on girls. There are going to be girls that naturally want to get into the Absolutely. STEM fields. But stop trying to, you know, trying to brainwash girls into thinking that's what they want. You know? It's it's a uh, it's it's making girls at this point they're they're like what's wrong with you if you're not wanting to get into STEM? Mm-hmm. That's the attitude there, and it's like no, there's there's going to be exceptions now, girls that are going to be getting into those fields, but generally speaking, they don't want to. Yeah, well, that's the thing that's the problem is these days is you show any kind of hint, you know, oh, we got to push it, we got to push it. Let people discover it on their own. Oh, yeah. Let them grow into it. If a woman wants to go into STEM, good, yeah. we should encourage it. Yeah, but let her decide and grow into it on her own it's sort of like this mm-hmm. trans thing it's all artificial it, it, yeah yeah yes people teachers trying to push it on six-year-olds at six-year-olds doesn't know what the hell they want yep. at six-year-olds i thought i was a dinosaur and running around <laughs> yes <laughs> or batman or wonder you whatever know, and this brings up something when i was a little girl i played with barbies um, I didn't always play with dolls. I had dolls, but I loved playing with Barbies. And you know what I did? I played school. I pretended I was a teacher. Yeah. And I had a fake um, classroom. And that was something I loved doing. And and that's kind of something that girls like to do. Yeah. It's it's innate. It's Ill- kind of. But, but here's the thing. Not all girls there are going to be little all. tomboy girls yeah, that like to play with trucks and, and all that. And, and that's fine, too. And some of my friends were tom tomboys. Um, and they didn't play teacher, you know. Yeah. As soon as I would get home from school, I would um, 
go to my parents' room because they had a mirror where I could pretend like it was the chalkboard. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my, that's where I would play school. Yeah. And um, Whereas and I would start all my action figures on yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, there are differences. There's biological well, differences in how our brains work. And, um, and, and there's some caretaking things yeah. involved. And, and that's just kind of how we are. I mean, and there's going to be... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not all women are going to feel that way. There are women who are... Yeah, there's exceptions. There's exceptions. Um, there are s- strong female leaders um, as CEOs and as presidents, and, and that's amazing. That's awesome. Um, so there's exceptions to the rule. But, well, yeah, there's, there's great male nurses too. Yes, mm-hmm. but on the average... Women tend to be more nurturing, yeah. and that's so you'll so that's, have them uh, ha, flocking towards those careers. Those are the gifts or that God gave us. Wow, we we really took this. Uh, would you rather? Uh, <laughs> really yeah. ran with it. Well, all right. Well, let's, let's try I, another I have question. a couple of thoughts. <laughs> I have a couple of thoughts on this while we're sort of going down this path. Okay. One, you know, you can't just go by what kids want what the kids wanted to be because you know crow you always wanted to play doctor and you found out that's not how you were getting to get to med school <laughs> no you know um but uh no i and you know it was just a journey I, of self-discovery been, really <laughs> we've been doing, <laughs> didn't we all play doctor though we, sure, we did we all played doctor come on but we've been doing this i mean we've been doing this podcast for almost three years now i've never heard a more hateful five minutes coming from you people i mean oh, just, <laughs> I mean, we really should be canceled. Oh, you guys are terrible. And I will say, though, to back Crow up, he's always been for women having choices in what to make for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Crow, didn't you make dinner for someone tonight? Um I did. No, I, did. I, I can't. I can't picture it. It's fantastic. So. It's uh, I'm I'm the next emerald. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> Bam. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of that going on. All right. What's the next question? Uh, all right. We're, let's make me. Let's make these less uh, <laughs> less. Uh, ap- up, ap- you do less... have a woman on the show. Things are yeah. going to get more insightful. We, we want these less apt to spin oh, out of control sorry. here. So we're going to do. You know, this is this is why I need to read all of these because Crow before has to pre-qualify it with like two pages okay. of stuff. But this isn't a good question. Would you? Would so you, I think I'll skip it. Here we go. Would you rather climb trees like a monkey or run as fast as a cheetah? Oh my oh, God! The racism on you people is just <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, as fast as a cheetah, hands down. You can't say monkey or cheetah anymore. Mm-mm. You know, Mm-mm. because that's just that's it's racist. Yeah. I won't answer that question. <laughs> okay. Well, I I think we'll we'll ask if uh, Falcon will answer that one. I think I actually like to climb. You could swing. You know, and you can get pretty fast. And sw- well, and just... like a spider monkey. Those yeah. those things are 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 nimble. Nimble, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Spider monkeys are cute. Well, did you you heard my answer, right? I did answer you it, or, or like are you cheetah. guys being sexist? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, Look, but any <laughs> monkey, any monkey with eight arms is just too weird. Okay. <laughs> okay. No. All right. Uh, would you rather be an outcast with integrity or part of a clique with no morals? I mean, this is a pretty dumb question. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. It's not. How old am I? When you're asking me this question, ah, uh, that's a good point. Uh, that's a good one. If yeah, I'm a teenager, as a teenager to be part of a clique. If I'm a teenager, I would love to say that I would go with the first one, but I probably wouldn't. But here's also my advice: there is a degree, and having kids who are going through middle school and high school now, where you know I want my kids to have a fierce integrity, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there are times you just need to keep your head down, you know, um, and there are times when you have to do that you know, in other situations at, at work maybe, or social situations. But I believe for the most part, I would rather be outcast with some integrity. Abs- uh, yeah. Ab- hands down. And yeah. you know what? I'd say that that's what I was growing up. I was always the outcast with integrity because I grew up as a Christian. And yeah. so you, you don't get involved with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you don't got your integrity, what do you got? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that question would have been a little bit better if they would have been not so, um, you know, absolute about it, you know. 
like it, they say a clique with no morals. I mean, you're not, I, I would never have been part of that. Never. But if they had loose morals, okay. Okay. One more? Yeah. Uh, would, would you rather change the present? I don't get this one. Change the present, present or future. I guess uh, we'll go with a different one. I don't, unless you understand what they're trying to say there. Let's go. Yeah, I do. I, I think it's a, it's a bad question. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, would you rather have more grace or be shown more mercy? Mm. I don't know. What does grace look like? <laughs> have more grace. I mean, how big are her boobs? <laughs> <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> nasty, nasty. I mean, that's my answer. Would I rather have more grace or be shown more mercy? Yes. Yep. Uh, I don't, I've never really asked for a lot of mercy because I don't really do much that requires it. So you don't, you don't uh, ask for forgiveness, not permission? Uh, sort of one of my mantras in life has been, it's better to ask forgiveness than permission. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so... I don't know. I guess I honestly wish I was more gracious and forgiving with a lot of people. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, especially, like I said, kids at the ages they are when they're learning to drive and stuff like that. You get mad at somebody in the car in front of you and you just think this is a really bad lesson to be teaching my kids. And then you turn and look at them and go, by the way, that was a bad lesson. You know, when I flipped that guy off because he cut me off, that was, you know, that's something your mom does. You know, let's not do that. Yeah, I'm going to go with grace because if you have more grace, people are tend to go return in kind. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, they'll know if you're the person that has more grace, you're going to be the people are going to be more forgiving towards you because mm-hmm. they know you're you're that way and yourself. Not only that, but nobody likes somebody who just rubs it in. You know, say if you win something, you know, you, you want to accept. Oh, that's me victory. all day. That's me yeah. all day. Yeah, that's why we don't play games with. I am a sore winner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a bad loser. I'm a sore winner. <laughs> oh no, you're a bad loser too. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we're we're getting. That was a long session of would you rather. So we should uh, get get on to the next subject here. Okay. Well, I would like to bring up the Joe Rogan and Aaron Rodgers stuff that's going okay, on. Okay. Yeah. Um, Rogan has been, you know, taking shit from people. I think it actually started with the getting the hundred million dollars from Spotify. You know, suddenly he was, you know, a sellout and all that stuff, which, you know, I believe in South Park's definition of a sellout. It's like when you're good at something, you get paid for it. Um, but he, uh, he's been taking shit because, you know, I think what, four or five months ago, he showed that he got COVID uh, put a video up, which CNN edited, by the way. They changed the, they changed the lighting in it to make him look pale. Yeah, to make him look sickly. Yeah, and he posted his video from Instagram alongside what they posted, and it's a very stark difference. Bizarre. But, but you know, they came up with this all. Oh, he's taking horse paste and all this stuff. I, the amount of people who are taking ivermectin that have not had it prescribed by a doctor, I'm willing to guess is less than one tenth of one percent. Yeah. You know, ivermectin is a drug that won a Nobel Prize for being a uh for being created as a dewormer. In and people. the difference between using it for horse horses and people is just a matter of dosage. Yeah. And it, they won the uh, the or they won the prize because it's so effective and it's it's relatively safe. Yeah, and it saves people in third world countries all the time um who have worms. You know, and are malnourished because of it. But anyway, so Rogan has been on the left's radar ever since he said that stuff, and it keeps coming up. And they keep talking about the problematic stuff he's saying and everything. Well, I just read an article yesterday that shows how insane this has gotten. He posted a picture on Instagram of him grilling steaks on a grill, three of them, which looked delicious, by the way. And he says, I'm addicted to cooking meat over fire. And he says, you know, I, I plan for it. I think about it all day. I just savor the experience. And he goes, it it uh, sets off some sort of genetic uh, reaction, you know, genetic historic reaction, blah, blah, blah. And everybody went nuts. They said, oh, yeah, so Joe Lo- Rogan learned to cook. Big deal. You know, um, so I think that's part of the narcissism of just social media in general, posting pictures of, 
yourself and your food and things and thinking people give a damn. But I mean, he at least has a lot of followers, but for them to jump on him saying, you know, ancient genetic memories and, and saying, you know what, that's not the least problematic thing he said, like when he denies that COVID exists. I mean, it's just like, let's, let's not forget. He was a Bernie supporter too. He's said some, some outlandish things that even the right could pick on if we felt like it, but I'm not going to just go after him on every little thing. Cause he's a guy that talks like how many hours a day every day. Yeah, I know. know. And, but it's like, they won't let it go. It is the, the religion of the far left now, which is bleeding into the moderate left is that it's one of absolutism. You have to believe in every single thing. If there are a thousand tenets of this religion and you disagree with two of them, you're out. Well, and not only are you out, you are the enemy. You're the, and, and he is a big enemy because he's got such a big platform and turns out he went against the narrative and he was right. He said they, he went, he got COVID. He went to his doctor. The doctor said, here's his quote. They said they threw the kitchen sink at it. And yeah. which, which basically meant, all the treatments and including including all the ones that that trump was pushing early on that they said no 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 um and then it turns out that a lot of other celebrities are taking his advice or have talked to him directly and said hey i've got covid what i do and he goes here this is what the doctor said and go to the, go to your doctor and tell him and then they're doing the same thing they're doing the kitchen sink so it's like a cascade effect that the media and the left can't stand they're trying to shut it down but they can't well and the worst part of this is all of these people who scream about this stuff don't believe it anyway. I mean, that's why you have AOC going to uh, Florida unmasked to a party. You have Nancy Pelosi, who's going to retire next yeah. year. Thank God. Rooster, Moving Rooster. Moving to Florida. No, Rooster. You, you just said that about AOC because you want to fuck her. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. No. You know what, though? You know what, though? <laughs> you, we mentioned this, this oh, a couple yeah. years okay. ago when we talked about this, when she said anybody who disagrees with her is like, ah, you're just trying to date me, blah, blah, blah. We said before, the only people before she became a congressperson that ever looked at her and said, oh, that's a great idea. You're so smart. Were guys that were trying to fuck her at closing time when she was a bartender. That's it. Probably. And she thought she was smart because a bunch of betas were trying to get in her pants. You know? <laughs> and that has tainted her whole worldview. Yeah. You know? But anyway, so everybody's going after Rogan over... All he did was post a picture of his dinner, which, by the way, I will say is stupid. I, I can't. I have a buddy who does this all the time, and I finally shut him off on Facebook. I'm like, I don't care about your fucking food. You know? Every once well, in a that, while, it's okay. Is that why you got rid of Crow on Facebook? <laughs> we've, we've been wondering. Yeah. Well, if you, if you, like, make a dinner, and it was a big deal, and I've done this, gone and said, hey, look what I did. You know, I... My son's Boy Scout troop, we had a camp out. I cooked all the food for all the adults. I was proud of it. So yeah. I took a picture of me cooking it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's I, different than foodies like go to the restaurants and, and, and have their meal and put it on Facebook. Well, when somebody posts, and I have friends who do this, they post a picture of their beer when it showed up, their dinner when it came, their dessert, the empty bowl. I mean, it's like nobody cares. You know, but I think we've all done it yeah, at some time in our life. Well, it's one thing if you're trying to cook something for the first time and it's a little complicated, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or if you're cooking off a recipe with a picture and you, and you get done and it looks exactly like the picture, you're like, damn, you got to show it. <laughs> but we can't, we can't excuse bad behavior. And yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying uh, posting a picture of your food on Instagram is bad behavior, but uh, Hey, look, let's take an extreme example. Cannibalism. You know those guys whose plane crashed in the Andes, and uh, they ate part of their the dying or the dead people to survive. Is not the same as people who hunt down and murder other tribes and eat them. So you know one one did something once and one does it routinely. Oh, okay, I was wondering where you're going with this. I got it now. So <laughs> if somebody if somebody steals something, you know, and uh, says. You know, that, uh, well, I guess we all do it to excuse someone who habitually does it. It's not the same. Yeah. If, if I, and so yeah, I, I do have some, I do have problems sometimes with this, you know, who cast the first stone kind of thing. Cause no, there's some people who need rocks with what, that. What we're talking about generally with people we hate are the ones that do it all the time. Uh -huh. And there are yeah, a lot of people exactly. that do it like daily. Yeah. Yeah, it's one thing to like steal because you're starving and you're, or you gotta get your kids groceries. It's another thing when you steal every day just 
because you don't want to get a job. You know because what I mean? you're rich and you just need some way. Or to... you just need like a 42-inch TV. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, that's that... the only reason those people are stealing from right. uh, Walgreens and CVS. Yeah, they need, they need to feed their family with a 42-inch <laughs> yeah, TV. Exactly. You don't get it. You know, AOC told you that too. And if you disagree with her, you're just trying to fuck her. So. <laughs> Um, anyway, but the other thing that happened, so they keep going after Rogan. It's just, it's stupid over a stupid comment. We understand what he said when he went, uh, you know, ancient genetic memories. Yeah. Meat makes meat tastes good. Look, Sorry, he's, vegetarians. And, and he's a guy that takes, um, you know, DMT and all these, uh, psychotropic drugs and hallucinogenics and microdoses and all that. And he goes into some wacky, wacky discussions on his show with some people. Yeah. So, yeah and you, you, can you look at his comment. You, Look at his you, comment and you just go, you, eh. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> you got to understand one thing about people. They're all imperfect. So no yeah. one is going to be perfect and and, well, and, believe, the, and have the same beliefs. Yeah, and that's the thing. The left, a lot of times, they'll idolize somebody because they think they're like someone like Rogan was kind of early on. You didn't know what side he took. And you could kind of read into what he was saying and think he's on your side. And a lot of people on the left thought he was on their side and he kind of is a little bit on some things, but not on other things. And, but like uh, rooster was saying there's all or nothing with the left. Whereas what was us on the right, right, I I can, I can enjoy Joe Rogan and I can, I can think he's right in certain things, Mm -hmm. wrong in certain things. And I don't idolize the guy. Yeah. You know, I can, I can appreciate that he's a a successful guy and what he's done, but uh, I'm not going to hold him up on a pedestal. Yeah. Well, the difference is someone like Rogan or Tim Pool or somebody like that can say, look, I consider myself to be on the left. I've generally voted for Democrats. And, uh, you know, they can say some stuff that we agree with and a lot of things we don't agree with. I particularly listen to those two people and think, by the way, you're Republicans, you know, whether or not you know what you are. Yeah. But but, you know, I can say, well, I agree with you on some things. I disagree with you on other things. And we can have a discussion about it. And I hope I can win you over to my side instead of just saying, you know, like Matt Walsh talks about when people respond to some of his transgender arguments. He goes, their response is the equivalent of what my dog does to a deer that runs in the backyard, just barks incoherently. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they do. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that, so anyway, Aaron Rodgers, who was the quarterback for the – um Green Bay Packers, more sports ball. Sorry, Crow. Yeah, A.A. Ron Rodgers. Yeah, A.A. Ron Rodgers. Uh, he, um, he, yeah, Key and Peele skit. It's hilarious. You got to watch it. Anyway, he, uh, he had, he was being interviewed. Now, again, he was one of these guys who got COVID, hadn't been vaccinated, and he's got some real questions about how the NFL is doing stuff. Like, why are they testing uh, unvaccinated people who don't show symptoms? You know, he said, basically, you have this big double standard. Just admit it. And teams are giving players ivermectin and monoclonals and, all, and they're just not admitting it because they don't want the left to come for them. Oh. Um, so he tells people he's been immunized, which was kind of a lie. Um, and he winds up getting COVID and now the left hates him. But he's leaning into it. And so he's being interviewed by Eli and Peyton Manning. You know, the Manning brothers, Peyton Manning's one of the best quarterbacks in the history of football, and they've got their little show. And they ask him, what are you reading lately? And he looks behind him and goes, and not a stupid guy, went to went to Cal Berkeley. So pretty smart guy. He says, oh, some French poetry. Oh, and Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand. And the left lost their fucking minds. Yeah. Now, most of these people have never even read Atlas Shrugged. They don't know anything about Ayn, Ayn Rand. But, Ayn Rand, but they've been programmed, yeah program to know that if you reference uh, Atlas Shrugged or Ayn Rand that you are uh, a small government person. And if you said to them, who is John Galt? They'd go, what? Who is John Galt? (laughs) They don't understand. They don't know any of Ayn Rand's books. They don't understand anything other than three minutes of watching her on YouTube where she goes, government sucks. You know, I mean, that's basically it. And so they've been told by the um, mewing sheep that they're that they're following along with that they're supposed to hate Atlas Shrugged, it, and so they're losing their minds over. It. And now, now there's another uh, a very highly placed broadcaster, Boomer Esiason, former NFL player, says, "Yeah, I got uh, several messages from people in uh, Aaron Rodgers' inner circle that said uh, he's going to boycott the Super Bowl if his team makes it to uh, prove a point." 
doesn't know what the point is, won't cite who the sources are. And, so, and it, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers just came out and said that is, and I'm quoting, the dumbest fucking story I've ever heard. Good. And, and the thing about that <laughs> is, instead of going to Aaron Rodgers and getting the, getting straight from the horse's mouth, which Aaron Rodgers would probably be more happy than to tell him, and the same, he they just make this shit up. It's the same with when Aaron Rodgers says the French poetry and Atlas Shrugged is a book people aren't going to go well maybe i'd like to hear the context maybe you know uh, they, they just automatically jump to a conclusion you can read books that you don't agree with any of the philosophy of it just to go i want to hear what their what their argument for this philosophy is so so well, i can counter it he came out the next day and said by the way i've never read atlas shrugged i just knew that that would make you all do that You'd great lose your so, he, so, he, so he, yeah great but that means he's on the right because only the right can can uh can uh, troll like aware. that you know he's aware of the weakness yeah but but the, the left the left can't meme is what they say and, and if he's able to fuck with people like that he must be on the right well i don't i don't i honestly don't think he's on the right mm -mm. i think he's uh i, I think, think he's, he's a lefty you I think, think so self-aware well, i think i think he's got to lean a little bit right but uh, maybe i not. think he's I think he's a lefty just like well you know i mentioned bert uh, uh rogan supporting bernie um, he took that back after a while. He was like, I met him. I liked him. I thought he's got some great ideas. And he goes, and then I kind of looked into it and went, eh, I don't think so. Tim Poole did the same thing, mm -hmm. you know, didn't come out and say, oh, they're voting for Trump. But, you know, Rogan said he'd vote for Trump over Biden and they lost their shit over that. It's just like you, it's so easy to get these people fired up over stuff, yeah. you know? So yeah. it, it's, it's nuts, but he knew it. He knew they were going to do it. And I don't. And now they're trying to say, "Oh, so he didn't even read it, so he doesn't have any integrity." It's like, no, you don't get the joke, do you? You're yeah, the joke. They never do. I got one more quick story to get to. I know we're coming up on time here, but sure. uh, well, we won't get to it otherwise. So we're going to blame Falcon for taking so long. Yeah, I mean Falcon. <laughs> God, he just wouldn't shut up. Mm. Anyway, um, oh, that reminds me of a story. Okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in 15 minutes. Uh, so this is from Alpha News again. Um, parents say students of color field trip closing playground to whites is discrimination. A group called Parents Defending Education is pushing back after one school banned white families from its playground once a month and another hosted a, quote, student of color field trip opportunity, unquote. Um, there's not much more to this. I'll just quick read it. Um, a parent group has filed complaints with the Department of Education's Office of Civil Rights, claiming that they're discriminating against students based on race. And uh, the Continental Elementary School reportedly set aside one night a month for families to color playground night. And uh, it was in December and October, no, uh, October, November, December of 2021. So it just happened. Um, and uh, you know, all this kind of stuff we're dealing with here. It's like they're they're so in your face about this agenda bullshit. And they're not even trying to be sly about it. Let me ask you this about that. A playground that said no whites only. Would it, that did be racist? Did it say that? Yeah. Uh, it said uh, families of color playground night. And I go, I, I suppose they're saying that their, their weasel words of this would probably say we didn't ban white people. Now, from are it. they trying to promote um, fathers? No, okay. no. No, they, as a matter of fact, I suspect whoever put this on would be Marxist with <laughs> like Black Lives Matter uh, uh, type groups, you know. Um, let's see here. It involved going to a middle school to observe a teacher and to participate in the question and answers. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm trying to just, uh, go ahead on this because we're running out of time here. But uh, yeah, I'm seeing I'm looking at the flyer here right now. So uh Students of color field trip opportunity. Interested in becoming a teacher? This field trip is for you. Um, so pick up a field trip form in the College Career Center, fill it out, and return to the center. Um, yeah, so they're okay. So they're, I can't read the rest of this because it's such a shitty flyer, but it says something about they want to get people to, black people and, and people of color to sign up for careers in education. Did it say um, for more information, go to www.diewhitey.com? <laughs> yeah or sorry dot edu at this point you know yeah so i don't know there's not much to say about that except for it, they're not helping people of color colored people by doing this they're just fomenting more resentment i would actually want to do more research to find out what the motivation is behind it because if 
they were trying to promote family night, getting the fathers involved, that would be something different. Um, but how, 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 would, how would that work where you say, well, we're only going to do this for people who aren't white? Because there yeah, are, are fatherless white families, too. Um, and the thing is, I read that. Oh, that, wait, wait, wait. I just think I heard Songbird's racism right there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. See? Because <laughs> she only thought that black families would be fatherless. Exactly. Well, well you guys, oh. let's, let's cut to the chase. Well, it's been nice talking to you. And, uh... <laughs> well, guys, let's cut to the chase. I mean, one of the things um, in the black community is that fathers are not present. Right. Isn't that correct? Yeah, it's like 70-something percent okay. of... Yeah. So you know, I said earlier this... I heard the most hateful stuff. Now mm-hmm. I'm just, mm-hmm. oh, you bigots. So here's the thing. I want to be careful not to overreact to articles like that. And I do make sure that I check sources. Where is yeah. it coming from? Um, and before I kind of assume that it's racist in itself, I, do, I just want to make sure um you know what's the motivation behind it? I guess you're right. The uh, the second the secondary headline here that said a group called Parents Defending Education is pushing back after one school banned white families from its playgrounds. Did they specifically say no whites allowed? Probably not. So that's kind of inflammatory language right there. I suppose yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. But well, if they did, if they did, that is flat out racism. Well, here's the thing. I'm gonna go quote Morgan Freeman here. When he was getting interviewed. And somebody asked him, well, what should we do about racism? He said, stop talking about it. Yeah. Stop focusing on it. Yeah. Can I yeah, just Morgan be your friend? Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Can't I just be your friend instead of your black friend? Mm-hmm. You know, just make a program to help people. If you're going to help the low, in- low, low income, well, you help all of them. And if there happens to be a lot of black in them, okay. Well, then we help a lot of black people. Yeah. But we also help the white people. Yeah. People are people. And the moment you say, I'm going to help just black people, people, but not white people, we're going to create racism just right there. But but they actually know that. A lot of them know that they're, they're, they're race hustlers and they're, they're, they're fomenting racial hatred because there's, there's power in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing. And an awful lot of money. A lot of money. It's making, it's making people angry. Just, you know, just us assuming so much from the article itself and they're so. pushing buttons like they're pushing my buttons mm-hmm. and, and they're doing kind of what they want to do because mm-hmm. they're they're making me enraged over that and you know yeah. you can't help but carry that over sometimes in just your regular life well not only that but sometimes the greatest change to put on people is not physical change yeah mental change yeah if you don't think you can do something you won't even try yeah so well, how can well, you rise that, if you're not going to try? Well, the vic- vic- victim mentality is easy to instill in in a mm-hmm. in a group if you've if you've got the indoctrination to do it mm-hmm. or got the the you know the education system and and uh, yeah. entertainment system behind you. Sure, yeah, absolutely. So well, it's just you know Sidney Poitier, first uh, black actor to win an Oscar, mm-hmm. just passed away. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my feeling is. If okay, so he was the first black actor to win an Oscar for best actor or whatever. Cool. Now can we stop talking about it? Can we stop talking about the second and third and fourth and yeah, you know, it happened. I mean, in in Major League Baseball, do we go? Well, this is a three hundred and forty seven thousandth black player. To, I mean, there's a point where you have to just be like, well, it, yes, it but, happened. But they get to the point where the they're saying you, we need representation 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 and you got 13 percent of the population is black. let's just talk about black 13 percent of the population is black so we they go well we need that representation in movies and tv and, and and education and everything and you go okay okay that makes sense and then that's never that's not enough though so it turns out that you've you've got over 50 percent uh um representation in certain uh fields or certain um you know in the entertainment or in music industry or in basketball you know stuff like that and go well then then we need to do it the other way we need to have like a perfect uh, example of representation everywhere it's like that that can't happen and it shouldn't it shouldn't happen you're right let people do what they want to do let people you know it's like well why are all the cops white it's just like talk to the subculture you know yeah if black people don't want to become cops that's on their choices you know you know, people if people want to be cops, let them be cops. If they want to be a doctor, let them be a doctor. It comes back around to pushing STEM for, for girls. It's like you're you're pushing something unnatural um, 
for the most part. And you're, you're trying to make something happen instead of making it's diversity for diversity's sake or making diversity happen instead of allowing it to happen. If you allow it to happen, it'll happen. But if you force well, it, it'll just be it'll be um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, balkanization, basically. If you um, if you go by what Denzel Washington said, um, he said, look, if you want more parts for black people and stuff like that, he goes, then black people should write them. Yeah, that's fantastic. He goes, don't sit around waiting for someone else to do it. If you think there needs to be more, then then do it. And what he was kind of saying is, if you can't or you won't, then shut up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I 100% agree with him. So. All right. Well, on that note, um, thanks for uh, joining us tonight, uh, Songbird yeah. and, and Falcon. Yeah. Hope to, hope to hear from you again. Definitely. I'm sure of it. Um, if you anybody listening wants to get a hold of us, uh, you know, just go onto the Facebook page and interact and uh, and and message that way, and and that's what we prefer. And what what else is it that we need to do? Leave leave uh, reviews. Uh, yes, it would be very helpful to us if you could leave Apple, uh, especially Apple reviews. Uh, if you don't leave five stars, Crow will hunt you down. Uh, but it's it's helpful to us to boost us in the in the exposure and all that. So if you like the podcast and support the podcast, please, uh, you know, we'll take any ratings, whether it's comments on Facebook, likes and all that, but especially uh, ratings on Apple. See you. Bye. 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 Bye.